In this episode, we visit a virtual exhibition of color photographs by Harry Callahan. Stay tuned. Hey everybody, Keith Dotson here, and in this episode of the Fine Art Photography Podcast, I'll talk you through my experience viewing the virtual exhibition of work by Harry Callahan from Atlanta's Fine Art Photo Gallery, Jackson Fine Art. First, with tongue planted firmly in cheek, let me say that I'll be talking about Harry Callahan, the photographer, not the Clint Eastwood character Harry Callahan, better known as Dirty Harry. Both Harrys were shooters, but one used a 44 Magnum and the other used a camera. But back to my main point. I'm on the mailing list of Jackson Fine Art in Atlanta and was thus invited recently to access their temporary viewing room for the exhibition called Harry Callahan, The Street in Color. That show is available through September 11th, 2020. But even if you hear this after that closes, go ahead and go over to Jackson Fine Art and sign up for their mailing list and you can catch future shows. But before I talk about the show, let me give you some background on Jackson Fine Art and on Harry Callahan, who you probably already know about, but I'll give you some information anyways. My hope is to record a podcast live from an actual show at Jackson Fine Art at some point in the future, but for now, we have to settle for the online viewing format. Jackson Fine Art is an Atlanta-based art gallery that specializes in fine art photography. They've been in business for 30 years, operating out of an amazing old house in the upscale Buckhead area of Atlanta. The business was founded by Jane Jackson, who built the business and then sold it to her uh, assistant, who's now the current owner, Anna Walker Skillman. And in case you're wondering, Miss Jackson sold the business so that she could go be the director of Elton John's photo collection. And in case you didn't know this, Elton John maintains a home in Atlanta and has a world-class photography collection, which I think is just so cool. I'm embarrassed to say I had never really heard of Jackson Fine Art until last year when I had pictures in a Nashville's special designer home thing that was sponsored by National Interior Design Magazine, and Jack, uh, Jackson Fine Art loaned some work uh, of several of their great photographers to the project, and uh, that included a print by the young superstar Bastian Woot, whose work is just incredible. So I had work in there with his, which is pretty cool. Jackson Fine Art has a glorious space, and I'm very excited to get there in person to look at their prints. Their client list includes major corporations and, and art museums, so you know they're a legit big deal art gallery. And I love galleries that specialize in photography rather than just tucking photos in between the large paintings or whatever. By the way, this podcast is not sponsored by Jackson Fine Art, and I don't have any relationship with them, but I'd love to. So if you hear this, Anna Walker-Skillman, give me a call. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Harry Callahan was born in Detroit in 1912 and died in Atlanta in 1999, so he has an Atlanta connection. He was a self-taught photographer who became so accomplished that he went from being a shipping clerk in the parts department at Chrysler in the 1930s to teaching at the Chicago Institute of Design in the 1950s and at the top flight Rhode Island School of Design in 1961. His work is held in many of the most important museums, including the Met and the Museum of Modern Art. In 1978, he became the first photographer ever chosen to represent the United States at the prestigious Venice Biennale.
Harry Callahan was known for black and white work, which is why this exhibition at Jackson Fine Art is making a point of showing his color images. A Time Magazine article said Harry Callahan was visually akin to the abstract expressionist, but their giant canvases aimed to capture the spiritual realm, whereas his small photos were more like intuitions. I'm quoting from something on the online viewing room now, so this is a quote. Harry Callahan is one of the 20th century's most recognized photographers. Both an artist and teacher, his influence changed the way we think about the possibilities of a photographic expression and relationships between art and life. His influences can be seen in generations of photographers that have come after him. Most famous for his black and white work of urban scenes, nature, nudes, his family, and a variety of photographic abstractions, it is less known that he was one of the pioneers of color photography. Throughout the course of his career, his most consistent subject has been the city. His most focused on cities he resided in or frequently traveled to, including Detroit, Chicago, New York, Providence, and finally the last city he lived in, Atlanta. The Street and Color exhibition focuses on Callahan's multiple exposure, color dye transfer photographs taken on one of his favorite stages, the city streets. Created by running the film through the camera twice, resulting in images that are a combination of reality instinct, intuition, and imagination, and chance, resulting in complex yet honest and simple images that reflect who the artist was as a person, end quote. As we go into the viewing room, which is really a, a website, uh, the exhibition begins with a series of well-known black and white photographs, including his beautiful minimalist snowscape featuring six black trees. And these kind of give us a context for his work before we go down to see his color slides. Then we're greeted with a quote from Harry. He says, I wish more people felt that photography was an adventure the same as life itself and felt that their individual feelings were worth expressing. To me, that makes photography more exciting. As we scroll down the page further, we come to an award-winning short film about Harry Callahan, which actually cl clicks through to a website uh, by Judith Wexler. I'll include a link to this uh, website where you can see the short film uh, in the description if you want to go watch that. It's really worth watching. In the film, Harry says something that I can completely relate to, and I've felt this way for a long time myself. He says that he was never excited by the grand landscapes like majestic mountains, but rather he liked the things he could shoot anywhere, the simple things like plants close to the ground or leaves. While he shot landscapes, uh, cityscapes, and all kinds of other things that we've already talked about, he's also well known for the many photographs he made of his wife, Eleanor, often in the nude. In the video, she said she wasn't a model and didn't know how to pose, so she posed however Harry told her to do it. Then Harry chimed in, saying he didn't know how to do it either. He was just taking pictures, to which she replied with a chuckle that, well, he did it very well. I have to say they're a cute couple together. Harry said he was inspired to photograph Eleanor because of the way Stieglitz made images of Georgia O'Keeffe. About his multiple exposures, he said that he composes those in the camera, relying on accidents to make it surprising. Callahan said accidents are important in photography, and he quotes the artist Chuck Close as saying that accidents are one thing photography has an advantage over painting because in paintings you don't have accidents. The film is 23 minutes long, and everything I just told you I learned in the first few minutes, so it's well worth watching. Great movie. As we scroll further down the page to the seven color photographs that comprise the actual exhibition, we see that each one is titled with the name of a city where it was shot and with a date. First up is Atlanta. 1984. It's a street scene shot with a window reflection, giving the impression of a double exposure, or it might even be a double exposure as is described. The other six are similarly named. Most have multiple scenes captured on the image. 
All are die transfer prints, and since this is a commercial art gallery, all are offered for sale. The image sizes average slightly larger than 8 by 13 inches or 9 by 14 inches on a larger sheet. All are signed in pencil recto, which means on the front, with notations in pencil verso, which means on the back. You can find a link to the online viewing rooms at the Jackson Fine Art website at jacksonfineart.com or click the link in the description. That's all I've got for this episode, everybody. Thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you again real soon.